let's talk about One of the things that I love is when uh, I get a chance to just go out with my wife and we had family in town and so that gave us the opportunity to, they would watch the kids and we could just go out for dinner and we went and saw the Avengers, great movie by the way. And uh, uh-huh. while we were at dinner, we we're just sitting around talking and, and all of a sudden Pam pulls out this whole, hey, I got a little home version of the newlywed game, let's play. And so we each had cards and... A little shout out to the Dating Divas. That's where it came from. Oh, so that's DatingDivas.com cool. if you want to check that mm-hmm. out. A little plug. But it's it's one of those, you just take time writing out different things about each other, and then you go back and see if you can answer it. And it was it was fun. It got us talking about different things that man, we hadn't talked about in a while and, and trying to remember things that, you know, what was going on the first date? What was, you know, uh-huh. this week? And so it's kind of a, it's, it's a nice way to break the norm of, you know, because if you go out a lot or if you spend a whole lot of time together, it's like, what do you talk about beyond the kids and work? You know, how do you transition to other things that are yeah. much deeper that draw you together? And so, so you took the game to the restaurant? Yeah, actually, it was just uh, cards that like were cut out. It's cards? a little PDF you can print out, and then you cut them out, and then oh, yeah. hand, it's his and hers, and you just write through it, and then talk through it and that took quite a bit of time during dinner and that was a lot of fun and it just breaks the cycle and and some of those disruptions are great mm-hmm. when it comes to marriage yes. and this is sexy marriage radio with dr Corey allen and gina paris and we are glad you're here we want to hear from you so send us emails at feedback at sexy marriage radio.com or call us at 615-5666 if you've got a question or a comment or something you want to hear from us and then if you absolutely love this show, or even if you absolutely hate this show, we want a review from you on iTunes or any place else that will help spread the word and get good information to other people. Because we, we want to try to make married sex the best it can possibly be. Specifically, your married sex the best it yeah. can possibly be. Yeah, so thanks for listening. And we're, we're here for you. So one of the things that can repeatedly repeatedly shows up in my inbox Mm -hmm. is this idea of the nice guy you know i hey i'm a recovering nice guy and yeah some of the stuff you've written on that fits and you know and i i get it because that's my world that's where i was still battle at times it's frustrating but then i also get the other side of it the shy wife Mm -hmm. you know the wife that is interested in marriage, has some sexual desire, but yeah, I just, how do I tap into the erotic side of things? How do I spice it up? Because I'm she's not. She's interested in, she's interested in marriage or interested in sex? Both. You know, she's, okay. she's, she's into it. You know, she's not. Right. But, you know, she could be a little bored. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, a systemic thing in the sense that maybe they've both gotten into the rut of do what works and that's what works. And that's both in the bedroom and in life, that's where this idea of taking little things that the, that the internet and some of the books and resources offer to, to break it up. I mean, that's one of the greatest compliments we hear for our show is the topics we talk about generate conversations in, in married couples, which yeah. disrupt things in a good way. Absolutely. So this, the shy wife is, is more 
you know, hey, I'm interested and I know he's pursuing me, but how do I uphold my end of the bargain? You know, how do I spice some things up? Not both in the bedroom and outside of it. And I'm just talking sexually. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I up my sexuality or my sex factor, my eroticism in my marriage? Because I think that's, I hear from both sides and I'm sure you yeah, probably too. do too, Gina. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking let's, let's come up with some tips for the nice guy and some tips for the, the shy wife. Yeah, because very often they, they might be married to each other. Ooh, I actually know a few couples that that could represent. Mm-hmm. But more often you've, you're one or the other. And right. So you're married to someone more higher desire right. or more, more dominant right. who wants and, you to step up. And I think these tips will apply to every marriage that has reached a monotonous moment <laughs> or a routine. You know, that, well, we just, because everybody establishes a routine. That's, that's probably one of the foundational factors we need to discuss right. at the first, that everybody has schedule and routine. That's life. We, we enjoy our comfort zones. But you got to have times where you break the mold and you change it up. Because we all have a need for variety. Exactly. That is an intrinsic need in life and love. Right. Okay, so one of the best things that I think of to, and this works on both sides, is to change up your communication and the way you pursue each other. And technology offers the idea of texting. There's even, if you're, if you're unsure about, oh, I don't know if I want to put something in the text world that is, could be seen by anybody, or what if, I, what if I accidentally text the wrong person, you know, or... <laughs> Because I've heard of couples that that's happened. You know, they have a predominant group of people they send texts back and forth to, and sometimes you reply to the wrong one. <laughs> Ooh-ooh. So there is a thing called TryPair.com that's an app. So if you have an Android or an iPhone, that it only allows you, you sync with your partner, and that's the only place you can text back and forth. So it's, it's more secure and so more private. So you can't text private. anyone else in your database? No, no, no. You, you, you can. You do that through the normal texting. This, is, this goes oh, through this once app. Once you've opened the app. Right. You, so everything okay. then shifts to this app. And it allows some real-time stuff, too. So it's, it's pretty cool. And it's new. It started in March. And I've actually talked to the people that run the company. And it's a pretty cool little thing they're creating. So that's an option. It's just trypair.com. Okay. And it's called Pair. But that allows you for more private secure quote-unquote conversation and realize That's- anytime you put stuff in technology it's still technology so use at your own discretion i guess you can say but that allows for you know one of the things pam and i have done is it allows you can draw little pictures right and you can do them if, if we're both on at the same time we can do it live we can draw together i can see what she's drawing she sees what i'm drawing so we actually draw a picture together. We create something together, which after our trip to Beaver's Bend in Oklahoma, we, re- we drew the picture, a picture of the house and the deck and the hot tub. Oh, that's so cute. So not like draw something where you draw like, like hangman where you're drawing a picture. Although draw something, that'd be fun anyway. Yeah, but it, it, that's something that breaks it up. That's, it's, it helps you kind of create something that's just you. But then okay. the idea of sexting, there's some people that have real trouble being creative erotically, <laughs> you know, that, or being creative seductively, that it's, right. that's just not their makeup. You know, that right. how do you, you know, your husband, 
and I'll, I'll pick on women for a second. Your husband sends you some sort of a, hey, what are you wearing? And you're, I'm wearing my gray pants suit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know they just, I got nothing. You know, I don't know what to say. You know, and so I'm thinking we need to come up with some different things that allow you as, a, as the shy wife to turn on your husband when he's not with you. And sexting yeah. is a great way to do it. Sexting? Yeah. And it's not the sending pictures or anything. Right. It's not that. It's, it's, the, it's the seductive, suggestive comments that go back and forth. You know, it's yeah, the, it is. It's the, which do you like more? The short shorts or my yoga pants? <laughs> you know, or whatever it is that, right. that you like lounging in. And then... He re- responds, and you have that on when you get home, when he gets home. Yeah, and, and just different things. If you're out shopping and you see really racy lingerie, snap a picture of it and send it. Yeah, It doesn't have to be on you. It can no. be on a hanger. It'll get, it'll get an idea across. <laughs> or you also have the, you know, take it in to try it on, but just put it on the floor and snap a picture. This is what this looks there like on go. the floor. There you go. That's very good. So and then um, if he if he sends something to you, and you're not sure how to respond, and it's real suggestive, mm-hmm. one of the things you could do is just hey, tell me more. That's a real hey. you keep the di- the whole idea is you want to keep the dialogue going. You know, keep the conversation happening. You know, also you could you could send him information or even on the phone. You know, you could call and leave a voicemail or talk to him and just say hey, I've just been thinking about last night. Or that time we were together at the beach, or whatever it is that's real memorable, and just bring that up. And the women are thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm not thinking about those things." And and so that's why it's good. Go ahead and in that moment, just take a deep breath, acknowledge your sexual power, and just say, "Oh yeah, I'm sexy, and he's thinking of me," mm-hmm. and revel in it for a moment because we are so doing a hundred things at once. A lot of times when a woman is met then with an unexpected erotic text, you know, she she might even tell a girlfriend, Oh my God, he's thinking about sex again. So no, don't, don't go cubicle wide. Just answer and enjoy, enjoy the moment and, and embrace that part of yourself. Yeah. It's, it's because again, the shy wife that I'm referring to isn't the unarousable spouse that right. we've done a show about before. Right, right. So obviously if there's some things going on that you have no desire, well, okay. He can maybe, if you're the woman, he can maybe help wake some of those things up by his demeanor and alpha and, and masculinity. That's something I believe in. But mm-hmm. this is to the shy wife that just, how do I kind of up it a little bit? You know, how do I change it up? Because probably the shy wife has the complaint I don't know. I'm not a shy wife, but probably the shy wife has the complaint of sex when it happens is the same thing every time. It's the do what works routine, you know, so he's not changing it up either. And that's exactly. And that's a whole different ballgame. You know, that's something he needs to be called to task and I'll do so in a little while. But it that could be that probably contributes to it. You know, she's waiting for him to change some things up. Well, our, you know our counsel, Gina. Yeah. 
if you're waiting for your spouse to change some things up, you might be waiting a long time. So change it up yourself. Change it up. Yeah. And, and one of the ways you can do that is engage his mind before he even gets home. Exactly. And a lot of it is going to come back to, I know the guys write to me sometimes and they'll say, here's the mystery. We have great sex when it happens. So how come she's not more into it when we're not doing it? it really, part of that is just letting that energy be dormant. So fan into flame and fan into flame what you've got. And yeah. Enjoy it and revel in it. It's, it's, white hot holy good yeah so and it's and it's something that pam and i have been using uh you and paul's line a lot lately of the you know whenever we have those interactions that are not at all sexually overtoned and it's are you coming on to me you know (laughs) (laughs) because it not only does it break the the little bit of attention that might be between us it adds a whole different dynamic of no i'm not or (laughs) Might be, you know, and and then you, who knows what happens? But it just it just it shifts the things it enough does. that it, that it's really good. So the idea is tap into, and this is to nice guy and shy wife. Tap into the raw side of you, the undiscovered side of you, the erotic side of you. We all have it. Yeah. Okay, I I completely believe we all have it. I believe it's a God-created part of us. So tap into that and, and spend some time kind of thinking, okay, what, who is that person? What, what am I scared of about that person in me? What is, what is it that could be really cool about that person in me? How could I discover more of that person in me? Right. Yeah, some people have this fear that they'll unlo- unleash some kind of sexual maniac that's a good thing that's an okay thing <laughs> if you're gonna channel all your energy to your spouse i promise it's gonna be okay yeah you're not gonna uh you're gonna be all right so um you know having secrets between yourselves that are sexual i mean yesterday i had to go by paul's office to get the gps because i had to go all the way back to jordan's college for something that was just ridiculous and our little boy wanted to come so i'm trying to plug his gps thing screw onto my dashboard and so paul comes out of his office and he's all trying to help me but he's not helping me he's like putting his hand up my little mini skirt and pulling down my pants because our little boy was right there i mean he's not little he's 13 he'll tell people do you know what my mom does for a living google her you're like (laughs) oh nathan but uh you know, it was so just between us, and I was acting like I didn't notice at all. So I'd say something like, "I'm getting distracted." But when you play with each other, um, and tease each other, it's it's healthy and it's fun, and you've got these little secrets between yourselves. You're sitting by each other at a office party, and you know, yeah, what's going on under the table, and yeah, it's funny, and it's your secret, and it's erotic, and it builds in anticipation yeah and those are the things you get to create you know the little looks the Mm -hmm. the little glances the little brush by the you know all those are things that just kind of up the foreplay i mean that's really what it is is it's foreplay with other people around (laughs) you know it's it's turning each other's on on in the mind it's 
it's kind of engaging each other. It's that whole, I want to build desire to where you can't help but want me. Yeah, let him know. Text him. I'm feeling naughty. That's a funny word. It's innocent and funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling naughty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you develop, like we're saying, you develop your own your own language and your own things that are funny mm -hmm. and, and that refer to great times that you've shared together. Right. And and then also just use what the, the interactions you already have. Exactly. And make sexual innuendos out of them. Exactly. You know, because that's, you can do it all for comedic value. You know, what's the whole from the office with Michael Scott with the, well, that's what she said. He always would try to put that in. Well, mm -hmm. come, you can come up with little phrases that fit all, almost everything that you can turn it to something about the, to your sex life. So, oh, she, my friend Sheila and her husband keep little fortune cookie fortunes and they'll always read it and end it in bed. Yeah. So, if it was especially clever, she says they have a whole box of little fortune cookies. Absolutely. That's what we've been doing for a long time. That there will be great things happening to you in bed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a great one. It's, it is. It's very fun. So, the, um, one idea, the main idea we're talking about thus far, I think, is just utilize technology, utilize way to, ways to interact with each other. That's kind of secret, you know, and texting and phone calls allow that to where it mm -hmm. breaks the normal. Because lots of times I'm guessing most couples, if they're kind of like Pam and I, we get in the rut of whenever we talk outside of the house. And even sometimes when we in the house, it's all schedule talk. It's all <laughs> it's all just kind of what's going on today. How was your day kind of stuff? It's not a, the other side of us. And yeah. you can it, when one of you can be intentional and open the door to the rest it it changes things and one of the things you could do is to open it up with i can't stop thinking about dot dot dot, 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 dot. and send it that's good guaranteed they will yeah. reply what and then <laughs> right there you've just engaged them well paul knew i was going to be gone the other night so he texted you know innocently enough what should i do with the kiddos tonight meaning what should he make for dinner i said i don't know lock in the closet while we make mad passionate love I, you know it was unexpected which made it funny right so um yeah turn just pull pull your steering wheel into your racy lane <laughs> it's, it's not like you gotta climb up some whole different mountain no. you know you just pull into your yeah. racy lane yeah yeah you don't have you don't have to install the pole <laughs> in the room i mean it's it's nothing like that it's just Jump into the flirty side. And we've all had, we all have it. Yeah. I mean, we all have that ability. So tap into that. So now yeah. let's go. The, uh, another thing they could do is some of the little dirty talk. You know, we've talked some about that. That's, it's a little mm -hmm. racier, but it doesn't have to be way over the line, but it's kind yeah. of a little different than your normal interactions that, that ups it too. So the shy wife, Hopefully that helps kind of mm -hmm. get the a change a little and whatever works we want to hear. If you got something else, let us know because there's yeah, lots of shy true. wives out there that maybe maybe one of you could lead the charge and it and it helps bring a whole lot of others with you. So then the nice guy. Some of the same yeah. kind of stuff happens there of yeah. You know, it's still there's still that whole oh, if I bring it up and she's at work, I can't. That's not going to be a good thing because she's already said, "Don't interrupt me at work," and I don't want to interrupt <laughs> her at work. And well, hello, be aggressive, step up and claim claim your wife. 
in <laughs> essence, you know, claim, claim your lover, claim your interest. And those are things that, you know, same kind of concepts. Text her during the day, thinking of you. You know, those, exactly. those are some simple things that can go a long way. Just say, hey, thinking of you, you know, and then you can up it as well of what are you wearing? You know, kind of see if you can get her engaged. Mm-hmm. You know, guess what I'm thinking about, dot, dot, dot. And she'll probably sex, you know, immediately reply back. But, <laughs> but then you could reply back, yep, with you. There you, you go. Know, that's that's yeah. something that kind of is yours. Yeah, expect a positive outcome here. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's that idea of of treat uh, approach your spouse as one of the most open, spontaneous, erotic people on the face of the planet, and see what happens. You know, kind of don't come in. Oh, she'd never go for that. You don't know. Put it out there. Yeah, you don't know. But I will guarantee this: uh, you can't stay boring. Don't be boring. So, so take some action, even if there's a risk attached. I'm speaking especially to the guys, but we do. We hear it both ways. The guys are just aching for a little more adventure. Some of the higher desire guys are. Mm-hmm. And the gals as well, though, they want a guy to lead. Okay. So he, ne- he needs to have a plan. So there's the, that's one of the biggest tips for the nice guy. Is yeah, have, have a-, a plan that includes smelling good. <laughs> Thank you. Please. Yeah, but have a have a plan, you know, and it's not an expectation. There's a difference, but have a plan, you know, and even sometimes if you've got a wife that is into it sexually and is even begging for, hey, I want you to up your aggressiveness. I want to up the variety. Have a plan and text her that plan. Here's my plan tonight. And tell her. You know, and just kind of give her the bullet points of what it is you're looking for, what it is you're planning to do to her. Because then she can come back and say, no, let's do this instead. Well, hello. That's a great, great way to adopt and adapt to what happens. And at least you're moving forward towards what you want. Yeah. And you're and you're taking an issue. You're taking initiative. Yeah. You're boosting your sex factor. Yeah, Because that that helps you break the normal do what works last last time. Because part of what precipitates do what works last time is you feel like there's so much energy that has to be placed on getting her interested. You're doing the interesting things to get her, to get her interested well ahead of time. You're not waiting until right before you go to bed to now try to turn her on. You're already engaging her mind hours beforehand. And if it takes yeah, a but woman... Even, but even if you do that, when you get to the bedroom, you know... Take time to take off her clothes. Take time to be together. No, no, I gosh, all these ladies wrote with the same complaint one time. You know, thinking sex happens once we're already under the covers or, you know, practice uh, and being slow down. Yeah. Enjoy the prelude. Yeah. And, you know, because some of it is if you think about sex happens, if you've got kids in your house. Sex is happening most likely after they're in bed or at your bedtime. It's not like you can just impromptu right there on the couch. Mm-hmm. And If you can, go for it. Yeah, but don't do it when you got a four-year-old just running around the house. <laughs> hey, leave mommy and daddy alone. Don't come in the, in the living room. You know, <laughs> not healthy. But 
so it sets up the scenario to where it's going to be happening later at night at bedtime and you everybody typically has a normal bedtime routine that involves getting on their pajamas and stuff so one of the things that could be a way to change it up is brush your teeth but go to bed with your clothes on meet in the bedroom light a candle with your clothes on mm-hmm. and let it unfold from there. Don't do the, yeah, well, let's just exactly. get naked and get in bed and see. Hopefully and nature takes its course. Exactly. You know, make some planning or put something on. Shy wife could okay. try that, you know, rather mm-hmm. than comfy old T-shirt. Something that says, hey, a woman's climbing in your bed, big boy. <laughs> you know, here you go. Right, right. And with the with the nice guy, same kind of idea. It's not just... Okay, I took a shower, I brushed my teeth, I put on my pajama bottoms, so take me. I'm yours. <laughs> right. Or tell her, t- you know, kiss her on the cheek, touch her hair, say, hey, I'm taking a shower. I'd love it if you join me. Yeah. I mean, you know, make a move. Yeah, I'm, that, that's just it. Also engaging her mind of, hey, there's, I'm taking a shower. There's parts of your body you can't reach. I'll help you if you want to join me. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's it, but it is it is the idea of you have to take the initiative. You can't wait for your spouse. You have to do some things. And one of the things here, here you go, nice guy. I don't know how many are are struggling with this, but when it comes to the actual art of making love and having sex, one of the most simple things you can do, and. I was blown away when I heard from, heard from some guys that they didn't even realize that this was upping the eroticism. Is during the middle of sex, pin her arms above her head. Very good. That's simple, but it's also speaking volumes. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's and, good. A and, lot of these, especially women that operate, I don't, you know. Any woman, like there's something about seeing strength and yeah, that's that's a big alpha, yeah, that's a big alpha move, right? You know, and and then also, if you want to change things up, and this is both male or female, you know, in the middle of sex, it's going along, but yeah, this I'd rather be on top, or I'd rather be this position, or I'd rather change, do this, or slow down, or speak up. Break exactly. it, you know, say it, Speak hey. up or just do it. Yeah. Or yeah, that's, and that's a big alpha move. You know, if you have the traditional missionary position and in the middle of it, nice guy, you're all, Hey, I really want her on top, roll over and pull her over on top of you. Exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a good, strong alpha move rather than, I really wish you'd be on top. Will you be on top? <laughs> Ooh, that turns her on big time. <laughs> you know? Make the move. If she could say no, then you got to deal with that. You know, you have to address it. But that's uncovering an issue that's getting in your way. Yeah, just say it. I want to see you blank. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and just or go I want, and make a move. I want blank. Yeah, and they could say yes or no. Yep, because that's the big thing. Is if I, I can see it now, I've been hesitant to speak up because it's going to uncover a bigger problem. Well, that bigger problem is not going to go away on its own. So you got to address it. you got to face it. And one of the best ways to uncover it is make a move. Change it up. 
Yeah. And let go of whatever you think was a failure or hurtful or, or whatever. And revert to law number one. <laughs> she is the most adventurous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you still, yeah, you still have to make a move for what you want and you realize I may not get it and I'll adjust and I'll address it as necessary. You know, if I continue to make a move and she continues to reject me, well then I've got to make some decisions and have some tough conversations with her. Yeah, and listen, fellas, a lot of what you think is going to be backlash from her isn't there if you are clearly present with her. It's when she feels like you're trying to live out something that you saw somewhere else or felt somewhere else, that is where it might bother her. But when it's so clearly about her and you are staying in her ear and and whispering about her beauty and her her sexiness and and your for her she's there yeah the main the main idea is when you are present with your spouse be present with Mm -hmm. your spouse turn off the phones turn off your computer turn off the tv put things away and be present even if it's just one minute if you have one minute together before you have to head off to the next kids whatever event or (laughs) before you have to do whatever i mean that's just a reality of the life we live in families today when you have that moment to be together, be 100% present. Yeah, be absolutely. Because the one minute thing made me laugh because I thought we were back in the throes. <laughs> well, okay. But... I got one minute. I'll, I'll be here for one minute. <laughs> no. Okay, I get what you're saying. I'm just talking about as... Tell me if I'm wrong with this, Gina, because you're a female and have a pretty good grasp of your feminine side. That when you get five minutes of Paul's undivided attention, that's better than two hours of just nondescript, in-and-out, kind of surface-level crap that happens between a lot of couples. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, I, so it's that five minutes of time, you know, and I'm just thinking, this is for nice guy. You get a chance to, you come home from work, you have dinner together, and maybe you've got something going on that night, or she's got something going on, you're not going to see each other, but you've got about five or ten minutes beforehand. Spend that time together, and as you leave, plant a good, solid kiss on her, you know, one of those ten-second kisses, and just Mm -hmm. say, I'll see you later. And then disengage and engage in whatever the next thing is you got to do. I think that's a good rule of life for everybody, is learning how to be present in whatever's going on. And do it sequentially. Don't try to multitask. Don't answer the phone every time it rings. You know, if you're with family or friends or doing something great, yeah, be with them. Voicemail serves yeah. a purpose. Man, that's just such a big deal. I I noticed that last night out to dinner with Nathan and Jordan. Once we finally got all the way to Columbia, you know, we're out to dinner and everyone's in there talking about their own thing and just looking at Nathan as he was talking, like, oh. Look how cute he is and look at how much he cares about what he's sharing, the story that he's sharing and just really tuning in. And that is something that I've been uh, really telling, getting clear on who I am as an individual and who I am as I interact with people. Mm -hmm. And present, that whole word is, it's one of my triggers. It's one of my personal trigger words. And so I'll I'll catch myself all the time. Am I present? Right. And so I'll tune in and, and, and... you know, enjoy the moment a hundred times more. Something you can even remember. Yeah. Half the time we don't have any memories because we weren't present when we were there. Exactly. And that's what 
this is a slightly off topic, but there's a whole syndrome now out there. You can read about it in psychology today of the fear of missing out that we are so inundated with other things that we are afraid we're missing out on something. And we get so caught up in it that we actually miss out on what's going on right in front of us. (laughs) So in reality, we're alone together. Yeah. You know, I'm missing out on the chance I have with my spouse. And those are the things that create eroticism. Those, you know, I have my, I have my life alone. I have my life with Pam. The space, there's a healthy amount of space between those. And that space is what houses the eroticism. Absolutely. So you got to, there's a balance and a harmony to this, but recognizing that and living that is what spices things up. It does. Living true to yourself, having something bigger than, than your little world makes you have something to bring into the world and to bring to your mate. Right. It's sexy. Right. And it sets up this. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're working towards. Boom, boom. Because that's the whole idea. Is it's not just necessarily do what works last time. It's also finding out what works next time. There you go. That's what we're all about. Well, let's use some different music to close this whole thing out. Uh, there we go. This has been Sexy Marriage Radio. We're glad you joined us. And whatever it is that you've got coming up, go after your wife. Go after your husband. Let them know you want them. And no one else. There you go. And then take them. <laughs> and have fun. And have fun. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. We're glad you joined us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have lots more sex. <laughs> you can leave your hat on. You can leave.